Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSpurts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from vacation, it looks like he even got a touch of sun, people. Mr. Andy Molitor, how was San Diego? How was California? Did you ever get that marina layer out of the way for your lovely wife? No, not really. And no, I mean, I, I did not get a touch of sun. This is just bronzer. I just uh, <laughs> I hired a new makeup. Hired a new makeup lady for my uh, for my pre my pre show prep. Oh, it's it's good to be back. Nice to sleep in your own bed. Although the Airbnb had a mattress cover that was or uh, like a mattress pad to die for. Ooh. I should have grabbed the tag off that and got one of those for my bed. It was very comfy, but happy to be back. Kind of a um. So I was in the air for some of the football. Watching some of the football on my phone, watching some of the I, I didn't watch any of the football really on a big TV. Not a bad weekend for that to happen to me, I guess. It was kind of a bunch of there was a bunch of really shitty games. Uh, again, bad football's better than no football, but of all the weekends to be traveling during the games, I guess it wasn't the worst one in the world. Um another week where just survivor pools get slaughtered. That was a lot of fun. I like yeah, that. Was like, the Falcons, a bunch of people were nothing. on the Saints. Giants beat the Raiders was one. Uh, obviously, the Jaguars beating the Bills. Your Vikings almost turned things upside down there. That could have been rough. They almost turned the slate on its head. Yeah, for sure. That was, it was like Titans no no survivor blood for like seven weeks and then just crazy survivor blood for two weeks, which is good. It would have been really boring to have people chop the circle in like 800 ways even with the Thanksgiving and Christmas stuff. So yeah, my survivor, I, I think I have one, one alive out of like the nine I started with. So RIP me, that one's not looking like it has a very good path either based on who I've used. Um, Jeffrey Swaim, couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but congrats to noobs. Anybody who paid attention to the Twitter sphere last night, we had a first <laughs> touchdown score winner, courtesy of Alex Christensen, 44 one buys a lot of pasta i said that because you're italian um mm. i don't know what else i don't know what else you would buy with all that i'm supposing you would just Jeez. reinvest it reinvest it into more betting honestly it's, <laughs> it's probably just gonna stay in the account let's just say yeah, it covered some uh, a rough nba day let's just say that sure sure and we'll have obviously we'll have more uh more first touchdown scores once we get to that later on in the show but we'll start with i think we're gonna do like five or six sports i don't who knows how many yeah, sports we'll get today. Lots of picks today, starting with the NBA and all the teams I like. The, you know, I, 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 I wanted you to be happy and make sure that you felt comfortable coming back. So we've got the Bulls here. That actually has nothing to do with it. I mean, this is a terrible spot for the Nets. This will be a three and four for them on a back-to-back. It's kind of a middle of a... Um, road trip for them you go back and look kevin Durant has played 37 minutes 37 minutes and 38 minutes in his last three games that kind of stuff piles on i'm not sure necessarily that him or james harden will rest tonight but there is a greater than zero percent chance of something like that happening that said we've got the bulls at home here laying only one point i have them actually as two point favorites here before kind of making some adjustments again for those rest spots uh, stuff like that really piles up and this is you know one of the worst rest spots of the season so far so happy to go against the nets here who continue to take money uh you know it might just be i'm not sure again a lot of people that i know are talked to are betting the bulls i haven't talked to anybody that is betting the nets it just might be they're the nets and they take money no matter what you know every 
Tom, Dick, and Harry got up this morning and went, oh, the Nets are underdogs. And something like that. So I think as part of that, we're getting some value here on the Bulls again before taking in the rest rest considerations and those other couple things. So fingers crossed, maybe Kevin Durant will try to take tonight off and we'll get really lucky here. Either way, I like the Bulls to win tonight. Solid matchup for them. And overall, I think they've been the better team here even before you get at home. We're going to take an over. Overs again. Really not doing well. You look at it, under still hitting north of 60%. It started to flatten out a little bit, 500 the last couple days, overs with some winning days here and there. And there are certain teams that have popped kind of from an over perspective. The Knicks have been an over team this year. The Sixers have been an over team this year. They play together tonight. You know, the Knicks, again, kind of a tough rest spot, but I believe all those games kind of in the same time zone. So at least they don't have to deal with kind of anything like that. This should be a fun game. The two of these teams in top five offensive rating in the NBA, which is kind of a surprise prize um you know the knicks again shooting a ton of three-pointers the sixers having more space on the floor running more stuff through joel and bead which is always a good thing from an efficiency standpoint i have this total at 216 myself so grab some 210 earlier i uh, saw 211 i think it might be pop- popping up to 212 212 is fine we'll probably draw the line there um Maybe still a little bit of an edge, but again, trying to avoid overs here is just, it's been such a pull to unders and the market continues to try to correct, but with all the injuries that are piling up on top of the change in fouls and the lower shooting percentage we've seen this season, it's just been kind of tough, but at some point these things will start popping. This is a really nice spot. Speaking of nice spots, the Phoenix Suns here only laying two and a half points in Sacramento. I think the Kings getting a lot of respect here for some strong performances in their last few games. Overall, this team should be over. Match. I had this out close to five, almost five and a half myself. So Suns minus two and a half, Suns minus three. Again, another tough rest spot. We always like to go against those, a three and four on a back to back for the Sacramento Kings. It's just tough to find a position where the Kings are really going to be better. You know, DeAndre Ayton looks like he'll, he, he might be out, probably out tonight, but. Rashawn Holmes, very good. I'm not too worried about him putting up a lot of points offensively. He'll still have kind of the same impact. So even if Aiton's out tonight, it just looks like a really nice spot for Phoenix. And then a first quarter bet, these have been doing pretty well. The model's starting to get up and running here as we start to have some more data. The Timberwolves have been a really great first quarter team. Yes, I prefer that D'Angelo Russell be in the game, and it's really hard for me, honestly, to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves in a positive way. It's a team I've really been down on, but they've been great to start games here. They've really um, done well well in the first quarter they go against the Memphis Grizzlies tonight pretty solid rest both teams with two nights off here so even without D'Angelo Russell playing I had this pretty close to a pick honestly um you know Memphis may be a half point favorite or something like that so getting two and a half there's even some twos out there which look fine to me is good on the Timberwolves again really solid first quarter team and um, you know, don't expect them honestly to do well in the game long term. I might look for some spots um, in the first quarter to back the Grizzlies. Honestly, if we can get a nice price there, I think they will be overmatched as the game goes on. But we only need them to win the first 12 minutes and not even win, Andy. Just lose the first 12 minutes by less than, by two points or less. Yeah, just keep it keep it respectable. Let's go T-Pups. Maybe I'll even go. Oh, I have to. My daughter's doing a thing at school where Ooh. they trick you into buying tickets. Where if she reads all the all these books, she gets a free Timberwolves ticket. I used to get pizza. Do they not do the pizza with, anymore? Yeah. They, they, they should just do book it. But it's with purchase of an adult ticket, so I have to buy my ticket. Not fair, but I will be going. I'll, I'll go to. I'll I'll, I'll send. The I'll send wood dogs. That's pretty underhanded. I will be going to the 
Yeah, a slumber puppies game sometime this winter. <laughs> At least one. I've been to one in my life. I saw... We'll find um, a good one for you. Yeah, this is how long ago. I, Boogie Cousins was on the Pelicans. Ooh. And he was being... That's a fun I time. just remember like watching him the whole time because the stuff you don't see on TV when the camera moves to the to the half court shot and he's still in the and he's still on the other side of the timeline just bitching at a ref just constantly he was just a big baby that's all that's all i don't even remember who won i remember the t-wolves had the neon awful jerseys that's all i can remember otherwise and then we went to the bar in the third quarter when the game got out of hand Demarcus, it's a good way to describe as a baby. I may or may not have once um, engaged with him vocally at a Sixers game in a very clear way that um, got to the point where my father started to inch his way in between the two of us as he was nervous that maybe Mr. Cousins might come over a row of seats or two after me. He's got a few pounds and maybe a bit of reach <laughs> on you, too. So maybe it was not, I was, you know, I was, I was debating the money versus the possible death. <laughs> yeah, you, could, you probably could add a nice class action. Um, Speaking of, I don't know how I'm going to segue from Boogie Cousins fighting you. Speaking of hitting things. To Houston. Speaking (laughs) of a really cool logo, because the Sixers have one, I think. The Houston Open took a page out of the 80s Astros logos and decided to make a really cool logo. I don't have anything for this yet. Just kind of a quick glance at this. You can see this field isn't super great. Um, You know, Wolf moving over from uh, last week up up from Mayakoba. He had a nice, uh, at least the beginning of the tournament. Sam Burns is your favorite here at the Houston Open. Gooch, Cam Smith, Finau, Scheffler, Wolf, Sung J.M., and Tyrrell Hatton near the top of the board. I will come up with some picks. It's a nice week to take off. I didn't do any golf last week. I'm gonna, I'll come up with some picks tomorrow as I run my numbers for this. I will say for you guys who do any research or going back and look at maybe course horses or course history, people who've done well here in the past. This is a tournament that's been held for many, many, many years. But please do note that this is something they moved a couple years ago because you can go back and look at, God, I had somebody picked out for, oh, it was uh, Russell Henley. I should, Russell Henley top 10 here five years in a row with a win. None of those were at this course. That was at a different course in Houston. So he they did change courses two, two years ago. So do know that this is at the Memorial Park, the redone Memorial Park Municipal Golf Course, not at the old Houston Country or Houston Golf Club, I believe it was at. So definitely take that into account. You really can't use old numbers here. Just kind of have to go off uh, form and course fit for this one. I'll have some stuff later in the week. Um. Speaking of sports that also have a Houston Open, tennis does have a Houston <laughs> Open. Got rained out that one year. Remember the one year, uh, who um, Asian player um, Nishikori? He went down there when he was rehabbing and played in kind of a a tournament that doesn't usually get names like that. But we're not heading to Houston. We're heading to Austria. Austria, correct. Very good, Andy. We're going to Linz. 
Now, there is a tournament in Linz this week. It's on indoor hard courts. It, it's a smaller tournament because the WTA finals start on Wednesday, Andy. So I'm going to hopefully start looking at some of that stuff. You know, it starts on Wednesday, and this is tennis. So, of course, there's not really any information anywhere about any of the groups or anything like that because, no. God forbid, you give time for people to digest this stuff. But I'm sure we'll have some stuff for that tomorrow or Wednesday. But for now, um, we have Linz. I know I've got one pick here on the screen, but there's another one, and I didn't put it on here because I thought it would start by now but it looks like next up on the court after Cornet and uh Graber finish or Graber however you say that anyway um Cornet and Julia finish up which probably is about in the next 20-30 minutes um Osi and Dodan plays Greet and Minim um Dodan here an underdog in a match where you know I have her not quite a pick I might have been a small favorite here but I'm seeing Dodan out to plus 140 plus 145 she did have to retire in her last match so this is a pick where Go to one of your books and make sure that this bet voids on any retirement, whether it be first set or otherwise. I believe Bovada is like that bookmaker. Most of the regulated places are like that, but just double check. There's a chance she shows up here, maybe isn't 100% fit and has to retire again, but looks looks okay from you know the little bit of tape that I've seen her kind of hitting balls and things. The match itself, she retired and didn't look too bad. We're indoors here where she's generally very good. She's performed well in this tournament before, so happy to back her here at such a big price like that again with the caveat go through check the rules again you got about 30 maybe 40 minutes before this gets started look for dodan there but the name on the screen paolini this is a bet i like quite a bit i have her as a favorite over sai sai zhang uh, zhang someone honestly that's been tougher the last month or so i've been actually kind of adjusting her upwards um given how she's played in some of these tournaments as i've mentioned before usually she spends this time of year kind of floating around some chinese events um kind of beating up on some lesser talent there but can be pretty good is generally better indoors where we are here but I think Paolini has a little bit too much of game for her here. I have Paolini out to like minus 135. If I tweak some stuff, I can get it out to minus 140. So anything minus 115 or better, which would be easy to find at this point, looks pretty good. She'll be playing this afternoon. I'm sorry. She's been playing early tomorrow morning. Could be as early as 530 Easter. It might be a little bit later than that. So you've got some time this afternoon to poke around. But looks like money's coming in on her. So grab that sooner rather than later. Again, anything 115 or better. But you should be able to find minus 105, even maybe an even money or two out there if you poke around and look hard enough but two tennis looks for us again one starting shortly dodan there if you've got it again make sure you bet that at a book where you know it cancels on any retirement or anything like that and then paolini early tomorrow morning paolini i like that name all right Pretty just fun. a couple just a couple light light tennis light you know i talked about giving out picks for all these sports i didn't actually give you anything for golf now i feel bad at least at least you gave me something for tennis and even a bonus pick we will have some picks. Uh, Jared in the chat, familiar face after last night. We call him call out Jared because he didn't like uh, Swain for like 30 seconds and then he was fine with it. But he is asking, what number did you like Dodan at? Um, Dodan at plus 140 or better, plus 135 or better, honestly. I think I played it at plus 135 myself. But if you look around, there should be plus 140, plus 145, something like that. Okay, sounds good. On to the main event. Uh, Jesus. Bears Steelers. Congrats. That's a Monday Bears. game. Bears Could have been a lot more fun like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I don't know. It's the last time both of these teams were good. Like, was there a Trubisky Roethlisberger overlap kind of thing? 
a Grossman I mean, Steelers overlap. Wait, was that a Super the, Bowl? Yeah, I mean the, those those no, Super Bowls Super weren't Bowl. too far away from each other. That was so Colts like, Bears. It, it was yeah, Colts Bears, and you know th- those were Jay Cutler years too. So the Bears, that's true, not back. But like, if you made me, and I did not, I did not bet this game. I will just have some first touchdown scores with Alex. I'll be doing some halftime stuff, but. If you made me bet this game, I would be very much forced <laughs> to take the Bears. The Bears have looked bad. The offense has looked rough. They don't seem to know what they're doing with this young quarterback. They are a bad offensive line who's actually played better than expected. But when it, the quarterback is that inexperienced, it makes the offensive line look worse than they're grading out against a good pass rush. Everything is tilted against the Bears. Boy, howdy, do I have a lot of trouble making the Steelers seven-point favorites over much of anybody, even at home, with a total under 40. So if I had to bet this, I would be betting the Bears for sure, taking the seven points, especially you can get a cheap seven. If you can get like a seven plus 100, Jesus, that's a, that might, might end up betting that's some sweet action. if I can find some of that stuff. So. It is it is uh, an ugly game, but with a low total, getting a, a touchdown there with the team, I don't think it's that much worse than Pittsburgh at times. Definitely. What would you value the hook, by the way? So, like, if it's if it's seven one hundred five, it should be seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half fifteen. Yeah, something like, like that. Seven uh, and a half twenty. Right, you know, it, not every penny is the same, but right around even money, like ten cents. Okay. I'm just curious because it does a, with, with a, a low total like this. This it just feels like the hook's going to come into play here, but it, it might not even matter again. I, it's it's always hard to figure out. It's never a good idea. I'm just always kickers, curious. Kickers these days. I have a calculator for it, but I'm sure it's changing too. And you do need to enter the total. You're right. You bring up a good point. It is worth more with the lower total, considering the uh, the scoring should be lower. Overall, um, I was curious. Did you think about maybe an over at all here? I know it is two teams inclined to run the ball, but in the same way, it's like it's two teams inclined to run the ball against two teams you can run on. I guess, but at the same time, the red zone stats aren't aren't super appealing either. And they are teams that I, I want to see what the sacks Regression? number is here too. Khalil Max out, but I still want to look at the sacks numbers. You have a quarterback who's running into sacks. And you have a quarterback who That's can't run out of sacks. So I'm also guessing it's probably <laughs> guessing it's a 5.5 tonight. I'm going to take a look at that. But for reals, for reals, I am going to bet. I'm going to take some of my Swain money, reinvest it tonight. First touchdown scores, Alex. Drum roll. If anybody knows Jeff Swain, tell him I said thanks. He's apparently not on Twitter anywhere. All the stuff that I could find was tweets about him, not his account. So good for him. Way not to be on social media. But if you know Jeff Swain, send him our love. We've got four bets here tonight. Unfortunately, no numbers that big. This is, again, a pretty tough game where, you know, as I've said before, one of the themes, you run into matchups like this where it's very top-heavy. You look at the Steelers, it's going to be Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, basically. Those are kind of the three guys absorbing most of their targets. They're the three kind of leaders in the market. You go back over to the Bears, you know, the Bears want to run the ball a lot. You know, their running backs are very low. It can be kind of appealing. Like I said, these are teams that give up rushing touchdowns. Honestly, Najee Harris at four to one was the best price I found him. I did consider that for a second. I'll be certainly using that in kind of some same game parlays, maybe put it in some, use him in some DFS lineups, Uh, not only catching the ball, but running the ball. He should have a pretty good night tonight against this Bears defense, especially with Mac out, I think. 
But as we look at the opportunity here, I've got one stealer, Freyer Muth or Friar Muth or however the heck you say this guy's name, the tight end, James. He's been really nice lately. So I got more and more targets every week. He's climbing up kind of, you know, the rate inside the red zone here. Uh, 12 to 1, I know is a little bit lower than usually I play some of these tight ends. But you know, given the matchup and the bear, the fact that the Bears have been susceptible to tight end touchdowns, and again, his, his target rate inside the 20 and especially inside the 10 have been picking up over the last couple of weeks. So happy to grab the tight end there, Frermuth at 12 to 1 or better. Uh, Daryl Mooney. Um, is it Daryl? Is it Darnell? I forget. Mooney anyway. Darnell. It is Darnell. Darnell. I'm not so good with the names here. Mooney anyway, 16 to 1 or better. Um, I was curious to see some places. You know, so at some places, basically the same price at Allen Robinson, which is where I have him. At other spots, you look, Robinson is like 8 to 10, and you get Mooney here basically at like 14 to 16. Mooney, I, I think at that number is really great. He actually has a higher target share in the red zone than Allen Robinson in the last couple of weeks. He's somebody that gets a lot of attention from fields here. Again, Allen Robinson, the better wide receiver, but just continues to have the single worst career ever quarterback-wise of any wide receiver in the history of the world. To have to play at Penn State and then to come in and get bortled in Jacksonville and then come to Chicago for Trubisky and all this stuff. I mean, it's truly amazing, but he does draw a lot of attention. Very talented wide receiver, which means Mooney has a lot of chances. And another tight end here, Cole Komet, um, you know, second or third, I believe, in terms of target share this season inside the 10 and the 20 for the Bears. Gets a lot of looks. And again, the Steelers will kind of have their eyes other spots. I think Komet at 20 to 1 or better is a really nice play. So four names for us. Sorry we can't get a 40 to 1 or better, but I think we've got some nice value here. Yeah, somebody brought up Jesse James. That was uh, Now I've got share in my head. Underrated share song. Yeah, he hasn't get much much great. run, Mr. James. I, I looked at it for no, a second. He just—he's not getting the targets. Like it's—I mean, it's, it it's kind of fire me with Ebron, and then maybe a little bit for him here or there. But it's really been James a lot the last couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, no touchdown, defensive touchdowns. I know he did have a touchdown last week. Brings up the touchdown last week. I—I I remember him scoring and thinking, "Oh, he's still on the team, huh?" I haven't watched a lot of Steelers games this year. Speaking of not watching a lot of Steelers games, I did a Monday night football prize picks entry and I ended up on two. I really liked. And then it said, Oh, you got, you, you can't just do two on the same team. You got to pick somebody from the other team. So I ended up having to add a bear, which uh, <laughs> ended up being Darnell Mooney. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to drop one. of these. I'm not going to drop one of these guys. I'm going to make a three, a three teamer. This pays five to one. And I believe I'm really much in love with this one. Najee Harris under 28 and a half receiving yards. The Bears, while a not good defense, are better against running backs. They're not giving up big gobs of yardage underneath. They are getting killed over the top, which leads me to Deontay Johnson. His target share obviously has gone way up with the Juju injury. His yardage total is set a little low. For my liking, 67 and a half. I have the over there. So I'm a, bit, a little bit of correlation there with Najee under Deontay Johnson over. I'm seeing just a way more target share going to the wide receivers, especially against this Bears defense, who is second worst in the league through uh, these eight weeks so far for them. Um, as far as, you know, giving up passing yards, giving up fantasy points, giving up everything to wide receivers. I think Deontay Johnson probably has a really nice night. I would be putting him in some DFS stuff as well. If you have, uh, if you're doing a DraftKings uh, showdown lineup. Definitely. And then Darnell Mooney. 
another one, uh, another over for him, just based on for some reason. And I think it is what you said. Allen Robinson garners so much attention from the opposing defense. They said, beat us with Mooney. I dare you. And they kind of have been. It's not like they've been beating teams and winning a lot. But Mooney's target share and yardage has gone up quite a bit. And 40 is quite a bit lower than where I thought I'd see this, especially he's he's kind of the man right now. Allen Robinson's a better player, but he's not getting the targets or the yards that Mooney is right now. So Darnell Mooney, over 41 and a half. Hopefully he just catches a 42-yard touchdown pass on the third play from scrimmage, and everybody's happy with that. So if you want to join me on Price Picks, you can, of course, download it. Use promo code BBB. Get a $100 match with your deposit. And... uh Go from there and let me know if you have any questions on this. I'll be playing this probably just this one tonight. I don't know if I'll do any captain FD, any showdown lineups. I'm just horribly bad at those. And then, yeah, Najee. So Najee, and one real quick thing too. If you look at Najee's average targets per game, it is pretty high. But he had 19 targets in one game. Like his average targets is quite a bit lower than that. There was the game uh, where Ben threw it 60 times and like Najee had 19 targets. Um, Claypool had 15 targets that day. The Steelers offense gets a little wonky sometimes. I'm looking for a little more ground and pound today. So uh, I doubt he gets 19 targets today. If he does, shame on me, I guess. So Alan Bede's out tonight. Maybe I'll bet that over. Are we just going to close every show with bad Sixers news? Is that going to be like a, a bit we do now? It's once a week. We're up, to, we're up to one a week. I mean, the Sixers covered the five against Portland, so maybe it'll be fine. I'll tweet something out about that. Ugh. I'm going to wait till the total drops three points, and then I'll bet it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, All right. For me, for Alex, for producer Dan, for everyone here at BetSpurts, uh, our sponsors win bets prize picks. The 76ers... The collar of Colangelo, trusting the process and all of that. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.